It's time for episode number 26 of Precipe Your Luck. This week, we talk about the chocolate peanut butter cheesecake bars from our all-dessert edition of Precipe Your Luck. And then we play another exciting game that's still a secret to me. I'm Ian, and here's Kate. Hi, everyone. So we haven't made an episode since March, and we missed y'all. Here, here. Here, here. But could we be more? I mean, what would it look like if we're like, oh, go buy this obscure ingredient at a store that might not be open. And, and go to four stores to get all the ingredients. <laughs> yeah. That would not be very socially responsible of us. Nope. So we made the right decision by pausing. So life has kind of changed a lot. For all intents and purposes, I was furloughed from my job. And I have since joined a new low-cost practice in the area. I'm very excited to be a part of it. And it feels like the right next step for me. I'm also only weeks away from completing my hours so I can sit for my clinical license. So, Ian, you have you can look forward to several months of me stressing about <laughs> the test. So that, that's fun for you. Yeah. Ian, how has your life changed? Uh, see, I've been working from home full-time for three full months now. Uh, officially, my company says we aren't going back until after Labor Day. So that's at least another three months. Unofficially, I've already heard we won't be back in the office till next year. Wow. So I may still have another seven months of working from home. Well, we did learn that Herman Miller does honor their warranties in a bizarre oh, yes. way. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Ian, can you remind... Oh, Yes, can you remind me what we made back in March, what you picked, right? That's right. We made chocolate peanut butter cheesecake bars. Seriously indulgent and creamy, these chocolate peanut butter cheesecake bars are like eating a peanut butter cup in cheesecake form. Quicker to bake and chill than a full cheesecake, these layered bars are the perfect choice when you need a crowd-pleasing dessert that's also portable, easy to serve, and handheld. So where did we buy the ingredients? Um, it was a while ago, so let's say we bought everything at Central Market. Although we probably bought the Oreos at Kroger. I know we bought the chocolate at Central Market. Okay. Uh, how did we deviate from the recipe? I used a combo of semi-sweet and milk chocolate in the chocolate topping as opposed to straight semi-sweet. Okay. How long did it take? Uh, active time is pretty quick, but the cheesecake part needed to cool for like three to four hours before adding the chocolate topping so it's about from beginning to end you could do it in like six hours it's really a next day dessert okay and how was cleanup that's pretty standard for any cookie type dessert it wasn't that bad nice and what'd you think of the results i loved it yeah i did too yeah. They were really, so really good. good. And they froze really well. I think we only ate oh, the yeah. last ones like last week. That's right. So that was great to have, because it's just the two of us, so it was great to have a dessert that we could put, cut up and put in the freezer and have later, which yep. we did. Yeah. Because it was good. Yeah, I think, I mean, if, I think really the only thing we might have done, uh, you know, I don't even want to say wrong, but at least, you know, where you might we might make a tweak would be the um the the chocolate on top did get maybe was maybe just a hair thick and a hair hard it was a little thick and it was hard so the the recipe made it a chocolate topping as opposed to a ganache so it was designed to be a little bit harder but i think i might use cream instead of butter next time to keep it softer 
because I think that would just be more pleasant. Yeah. To eat, especially out of the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean that's yeah. a very small nitpick. They were so, so good. good. That that peanut butter cheesecake filling was mm-hmm. amazing. It was real peanut buttery too. Sometimes peanut butter cheesecake is much more cream cheese flavor than peanut butter flavor. That's true. Yeah. No. And this was very much a peanut butter flavor. I mean, there's not really much more to say about this other than it was good, yeah. and I we highly recommend it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The instructions actually, I pulled up the instructions, and they actually have have details on how to turn it into an actual cheesecake or to make a smaller version of it. So when you make the actual cheesecake, for those of you who haven't made a cheesecake, you do it in a water bath or what's that called? Like a Bain Marie? Bain Marie, I think. Marie, yeah. oh yeah, even in his fancy cooking <laughs> shows. Um, and that's just a pain. So this is the cheesecake without the hassle of making a cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah. Although reading the peanut butter, the instructions for a regular cheesecake, I'm like, hmm, maybe this time to revisit cheesecake in the Instant Pot. Anyway, it was yummy. Highly recommend it. How do you go wrong with chocolate and peanut butter? Right. Right. Okay. You have anything else to say about the bars, Ian? No, I think uh, I think that's all I've got. I can't. Do you think? It, okay, so since then I made Ian a strawberry cake from this same site, Sally's Baking Addiction. Oh yeah. If you could only have one again, would it be the cheesecake Ooh. bars or the strawberry cake? That strawberry cake was was wow. Yeah, I, you know, as much as I like the cheesecake bars, I think I would pick the strawberry cake. I think I would too, which surprises me. Well, and I think it's a little more unique, right? There's mm-hmm. plenty of other things that have figured out clever ways to combine chocolate and peanut butter, but that strawberry cake was just unbelievably good, both mm-hmm. the cake and the the strawberry cream cheese frosting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, th- I think I actually, if I had to pick, I think I would pick the strawberry cake. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. God willing. (laughs) So when we started this podcast, we were using the Serious Eats weeknight email, and it was perfect. That right balance of pushing us out of our comfort zone while keeping us safely in our comfort zone. (laughs) Right. So we needed that. We were like right on the edge of our comfort zone, and we we made some really great meals that we were excited about. Like... um, I know the euros, the euro sliders are the only thing that's really made it into our regular rotation. But yeah. I still think about the black bean burgers; those were really good. Oh yeah, we actually were talking about making those again. We the were, other day. and I liked that. Um, oh, what was the vegetable stew that you didn't like? The ribble ribelletta, rib, something, something like, like that. that. I liked that, and I'm like, I'd make that again if you never if he. If you ever go on a business trip again, I might make that and not just eat off that for a week. Sure. Um, I miss it. I really miss it. Yeah. I weep with sadness. Some, no, not okay. Not that far. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we switched to the New York Times, and that's too far outside of our comfort zone. It's again, not with the beans and the shrimp. <laughs> with the beans and the shrimp. Um, and in the interim, since we last recorded, our dear friend and listener Judy found a weeknight list 
from Simply Recipes, and that doesn't quite push us enough. That's like already yeah. comfort food that a lot of which we already eat. But it's it is a nice uh, respite from the New York Times list. Anyway, we have noticed that both recipe lists tend to repeat certain patterns, aka the beans and the shrimp. So I have created a new game just for this week, and Ian doesn't know what it is. Okay, Ian, you may open the envelope you chose, and can you describe what you see? Okay. So far, it's an envelope. Yeah, Ian got a secret envelope. I have one as well, but it's not secret to me. Let's see. Oh, it's a bingo square. It's a bingo square. (laughs) That's right. Weeknight meal bingo. Oh, I love it. I, I have it. I have raised the stakes. You know, we can't really play every week because it's going to be the same thing every week. Um, I've raised the stakes. The winner gets to picks a dish from the 11 meals we're presented with. Now, it has to be, at, you know, with the precipice or luck rules. So each of us will pick a dish along the way from these two lists. There are 11 total. I know there are only five weeknights, but... Um, Simply Recipes throws in a weekend project meal or dish. Um, Oh, yes. And the loser has to prepare the dish and do the cleanup afterwards. Ooh. Ooh, The stakes have never been higher. Well, no, that's not true. The dessert episode, the stakes were higher. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we will read the New York Times suggestion Followed by the Simply Recipe suggestion for each day. Okay. Got it? Got it. As we hear, the things in quote on our bingo card have to be exact, whereas the others, you know, just to... We, we, we can discuss whether or not something counts. Okay, fair and enough. And we have a lot of duplicates between us because I had trouble coming up with enough words. Oh, Sure. Okay, so if no one makes a bingo, then the person with the most covered squares is the winner. Ian, can you remind us of the rules of precipice your luck? Sure, it is a precipice your luck or a pressure luck game. <laughs> so you must pick one and only one. Once you pick, you're done. And once you pass on something, it's gone forever. And if forever. You get, if you get to the last option, you have to take it. Um, clarification on the rules. So yes. is the weekend project the last thing then? Yes. Ooh, that adds a whole another level of intrigue. Maybe, but you might not want the weekend project. Especially if you're the one that might have to clean it. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I get it. I think I'm ready. Okay. You got a pen? I got a pen. You got your bingo card? I got my bingo card. Okay. I see some things that should come up. <laughs> it's going to be great. I love it. You're very easily impressed. I love that. All right. Are we ready? We're ready. Monday the 1st. Uh, okay. Okay. We're, maybe we're not as ready as we thought. <laughs> okay. Can, can we get some hold, hold music? Oh, yes. No, we're ready. Okay. okay. The headline for New York Times, because that's relevant if you have the uh, misleading headline. As I do. Remember the remember the American che- O2 American cheese? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Take care of yourself and others. Now, of course, it's too soon to know whether or not that's misleading. Okay. Okay. So, New York Times, Monday? Yeah. Braised chicken thighs with greens and olives. 
I got braised. I got chicken thighs. <laughs> I've got chicken thighs. What was the? I'm sorry. What was the back half of it? Greens and olives. Greens and olives. I have greens. Oh shoot! I forgot olives. I should add that to the list. Okay. Now, chicken breasts. This is the description. Chicken breasts can overcook in a flash. Mind you, the that's a misleading headline. Subheadline. Yeah. yeah. Chicken thighs. Are, oh, then we're back to chicken thighs. Chicken thighs are more forgiving. Oh, never mind. It's it's an appropriate headline. Chicken breasts can overcook in a flash. Chicken thighs are more forgiving, making them great for distracted cooks. The braising technique in the recipe by Kolu Henry is better still. Dinner will be a little brothy, like a stew, and very good with a hunk of bread. All right, I know there are several things that have already been checked off here. Um, let's see. Reference to a name like we should oh. know who it is. <laughs> yep, I had that one too. Yep, and uh, ooh, did I have a soup in the summertime? That was one of them on the list. No, I don't have that one. Okay, oh darn, because that would have been checked off. Ian, would you like to eat braised chicken thighs with greens and olives? I mean, in general, I am a fan of braised chicken thighs, but I don't think greens and olives sound particularly good with it right now, and it's only the first recipe out of 11, so yeah, I think i got to pass. All right. So now we're switching over to Simply Recipe for recipes for their Monday suggestion. Their headline, a weekly meal plan with five fun spins on takeout. That sounds promising. It does sound promising. Okay. Okay. For Monday, Swedish meatballs. These slightly sweet meatballs became more popular when a certain DIY furniture store landed in North America. Ahem, Akia, I'm looking at you. At least in the States they did. What? <laughs> Why not DIY them for dinner and serve a side of mashed potatoes alongside? They forgot the lingonberries. Serve a simple side of sautéed summer squash with these meatballs. If you do go with squash, be sure to buy extra for Friday's dinner. Mm. Ooh, spoilers. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, gosh, no kidding. Okay, well, that, that's good information about the squash. I'm trying to see okay. if I got anything off my... Uh... Yeah, I don't think I picked up any on that one. Mm, no, I don't think so. Um, and as far as the meatballs go... That's a hard pass yeah. for me. Okay, then Tuesday. New York Times, toasted coconut rice with bok choy and fried eggs. Eggs and rice are a staple combination. This recipe by Genevieve Co., the cooking editor for the L.A. Times, hey, at least they identified who it was, calls for toasting the rice and drizzling the vegetables with coconut oil, which enriches the dish and adds great flavor. Hard pass. <laughs> Double hard pass. <laughs> Simply rest. Are we, are we jerks for making fun of their... Hard work. They're jerks for continually trying to force feed me coconut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Chinese orange, Chinese orange chicken. I grew up eating authentic New York, New York City Chinese takeout. What does that mean? 
So I consider myself a snob when it comes to most other versions. This recipe exceeds my high expectations with its use of thighs instead of the usual chicken breast. Yes, you can sub chicken breast if you're not a fan of dark meat, but I'm a sucker for juicy thigh meat. If I'm really... (laughs) If I'm really pining for Chinatown, I'll throw in a batch of these egg rolls to really play up the takeout vibe. Does that count as an obvious cooking suggestion? Which one? The adding egg rolls. Yeah, I think it might. I have that one as well. I mean, the Um, picture looks okay. I mean, I do like a good, you know, orange chicken, but... I also find that's one of those recipes that typically is hard to get right. Mm-hmm. It's either too sweet or too cloying or too something. Yeah. And Kenji just, well, I don't know if he just posted a recipe, but I was this, just this week I was reading Kenji's take on orange chicken on Serious Eats, and I think I would want that one first. Well, sure. We do love Kenji. We do. So, okay, let's pass then. Okay. I'm, we, may, we may regret that. We might. Wednesday. New York Times. They are squash happy this week. Roasted squash with turmeric ginger chickpeas. You could swap in other roasted vegetables for the squash in this recipe by Yawande Komalafe. Okay, wholesale substitution of ingredients. (laughs) Broccoli, cauliflower, and sweet potatoes would all work. Or just increase the chickpeas and greens per per serving. That makes the meal lighter but no less delicious. New York Times, you are not proving us wrong this week. <laughs> no, that does not sound Do very good. Do chickpeas count as beans? Uh, oh, that's a great question. I think so, but I... They're sold with beans. Not 100% sure of the classification They're garbanzo there. beans. Yeah, that's right. But they didn't actually say beans. I'm going to say I'm gonna say it doesn't count. Okay. Okay, would you like to have this meal? I would not. Okay. Grilled cheese sandwich with bacon and pear. This sandwich served with an easy Greek salad reminds me of the many nights I spent in diners after working a grueling shift on the kitchen line. Greek diners dot the northeastern seaboard. They're the place to go when you're craving a humongous bigoter head sandwich on the cheap. It is a lighter meal, but I'm looking forward to enjoying an easy laid back dinner by midweek. How could it be a humongous bigoter head sandwich? And be a lighter meal. <laughs> it does seem a fair question. I don't know how I feel about pear. Is pear even in season right now? I think so. I think pear is a summer fruit, isn't well, I don't, it? I don't know. I don't eat a lot of pear. We do like, I mean, we do like grilled cheese with bacon. Well, yeah, because it's bread, cheese, and bacon. I mean, pear sounds like it could be an interesting addition to that. It would be easy cleanup. I don't think I want the pear, though. Okay. In which case, it, uh. you know kind of bastardizes sure okay all right we'll pass then are you gonna take it no i'm gonna pass okay because we 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 can take separate meals i am getting scared now okay thursday sheet pan roasted fish with sweet peppers Ooh, i think i have a sheet Sheet pan pan. (laughs) this recipe from melissa clark is simple Put peppers on a sheet pan and let them collapse and sweeten in the oven's heat. Then add fish to the pan shortly before the peppers are done cooking. It would also work well with sausages or with bone-in chicken thighs. Okay, well, that's another wholesale substitution of ingredients. 
which you don't get to mark off twice, but nevertheless. Um, yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a pass. Okay. Uh, simply recipes, Korean spicy cold noodles. Nothing beats Korean noodles as the quintessential takeout meal, except of course, if we're talking about noodles that you can make any time of day or those that can be cooked in a little over 10 minutes. This cold version takes the edge off the summer heat while spicing things up in the taste department with the help of the gochujang. I know I pronounced that wrong. I'm very sorry. Is that a difficult Korea. to pronounce food? Oh, it is a difficult to pronounce food. I have that. I also had the phrase summer heat. Oh. Dang, I don't think I had summer heat. See, they're not all, they're not identical. No. Okay. I got multiple rows where I'm up to three now. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> How has nobody said weeknight yet? Yeah, that's a good question. Okay. Korean spicy gold. I don't seem to love that Korean red paste that everybody else does. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I have, uh, I was really introduced to Korean food a couple years ago by my friends James and Megan. Uh, shout out if you're listening. And uh, I really enjoyed it, but the yeah, I just, I can't get into that gochujang stuff. Um, I know everyone, it seems to be like the next sriracha, but I just, no, it doesn't really do it for me. So Yeah. Well, you don't like sriracha either. Well, yeah. Okay. Are we up to Friday? I believe we are. <laughs> are we boned? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're boned. Friday. Creamy turmeric pasta. This straightforward creamy pasta is both brightened and deepened by the addition of turmeric. Sue Lee, who created the recipe, wrote that it's meant to be thrown together and eaten out of a big bowl as you sit on the couch. I have creamy. Oh, nice. I don't have that one. Uh, well, I like eating out of a big bowl sitting on the couch, but turmeric? Mm. Yeah, turmeric's one of those things. A l- I don't mind a little turmeric here and there, but. Not sure it's ready to be the star herb of a dish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pass. We're down to two recipes. I know. Okay. Can we go backwards? <laughs> Never. Okay. Yeah, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that we're going to be taking on a weekend project. Uh-oh. I'm deep in the heart of Texas. Oh, wait, I forgot the name of the food. Veggie tacos. I'm deep in the heart of Texas, which means I have access to some of the world's best takeout tacos. Flipping my family's expectation with these spiced veggie tacos is something I look forward to, especially as we're winding down the week. Make it extra fun by creating your own taco truck on the back patio and serve in these paper boats. I don't know what paper boat she's referring to. There's no picture of them. Mm. There's a lot of cilantro in the picture, but not, sadly, in the description. Um, No. No. Yeah. No. No. So this is it. We have to take the weekend project? Yes. Crossing my fingers. Okay. What's the weekend project? I feel like we cheated. And we didn't get a bingo. I'm very disappointed in our lack of bingo. You are a lucky little SOB. Weekend project. Strawberry shortcake sliders. Hot damn. (laughs) 
Strawberry shortcake may not scream takeout, but their slider style makeup sure will. These precious bites of summer are a cute way to begin the weekend. I'm going to double the biscuit dough so I serve biscuits for breakfast later this weekend. All right, so we will be making. Who? who let's count our squares. Okay. Uh, I counting, got eight. Counting the free space, I have nine. Oh, I have nine. Counting the free space too. Oh. There's too much overlap. Well, we're gonna have to make these together, and we're gonna have to come up with more words so we can make make a more competitive game. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. Well, this wasn't the best game ever, but not the worst. No, I liked it. It was a good good way to mix it up and get us back on the podcast. I agree. And we had 11 meals to pick from and didn't pick we didn't pick <laughs> one of 10 meals and we didn't pick any of them. Uh, okay, what can we do to convince Kenji to start our start back the email list or whoever? I guess Kenji's probably not in charge of the weeknight recipes. They were so good. <laughs> We could start working through his cookbook. I was about, I was about to say, what if we threatened to start uh, start cutting pages out of his cookbook if he doesn't... Uh... Well, I don't think that hurts him, honey. We already bought the book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. You got to work on your threats. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know when we'll be back to discuss these strawberry shortcake sliders, but they look pretty yummy. Actually, they look like biscuits with jelly, with just jelly on them, so... We'll find out if they are any good, and we will let you know at some point. Um, Yeah, if you can, we're we're going through a lot right now as a country, and if you can find a way to support Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter by attending a protest, donating to a bail organization or food pantries, or some other way that you can support our brothers and sisters who are not who have not gotten to enjoy the. Full benefits of citizenship in this country, please do so. Here, here. Continue to wear a mask when you're out. And if you're really wanting to do a very good deed, encourage people to vote. There you go. All right, Ian, sign us out. All right. Thanks for listening to Precipe Your Luck. Visit our website at www.precipeyourluck.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you played along tonight, let us know what you picked. And if you want to get a recipe put in the randomizer, if it ever comes back, you can email it to us at pressepeterluck at gmail.com. For Kate, I'm Ian, and we'll be back next week. Bye, everyone.